Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to the episode of Secrets in the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Daou, and we have Kristen Bonkowski of Idaho, right? Yes, that's right. Yay! Idaho, we just went over this two seconds ago. She is the founder of BP Cole Cycling Media, but what we're going to be chatting with Kristen about today is how she founded and started the rascal rides now before we get into that she also had a has a podcast called femme cyclist uh and for what i'm on there she interviewed me not too long ago so you can find my episode there but she also has a podcast as well so i love um supporting females in cycling and podcasting and all things coaching as well so happy to have you Kristen. thank you i'm really excited to be on the other side. I know. Eh? Isn't this fun? Yeah, we just is. interview each other. Yeah. Um, so the first question I always ask is how you got into cycling, mm. how it brought you to, I guess, I don't know what came first, your media company or Rascal Rides or Femme, your podcast, but I just want to know how you got into cycling first and, and where did it take you from there? Okay, well, that's all a long story. That's a long question. I know, that's a big question. <laughs> um, so let's see, going back to the beginning, I actually started biking as a kid, and both of my parents are pretty active cyclists, and they just made sure that we were always, like, outdoors and doing things. And the really funny part about it is that when I was a kid, on Saturday mornings, my parents would make us bike to breakfast. And it probably what? wasn't even that far. I don't know, like three miles or something. That's a great motivation. But I hated it. I would cry. <laughs> I Like the whole way there, there'd be like snot coming out of my nose. I just hated it. And my parents didn't care. They made me go. And I think that's kind of a funny start to my cycling was that I really didn't like it for a lot of years as a kid. Um I'm glad you turned that around because I can see that being like one of those things that, you know, it's like me and my mom made me cross country ski and I just like, Uh, oh my God. It's like now all my friends cross country ski. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. I get into it. Yeah, I think there is. I mean, we got to make it as fun as possible for our kids, but there is also a certain point where you just have to kind of force them to go sometimes. And it's true that someday they will thank you for it. And I think it is very true in my case it has worked out so (laughs) but I so I hated biking for a lot of years when I was finally in high school I had done ballet my whole life and for several reasons I quit going to ballet and I really didn't know what to do with myself I was in one that strange teenage time where you're like who am I where do I fit in in the world 
And I started going on road rides with my dad. And he had this bike, like a really old spare road bike from like 1970. And it didn't work really well and it probably didn't even fit me very well but I just started going on these like little rides with him and they weren't very long at first and then I decided I wanted to do a century ride with him so I went from like not really riding at all to going and doing this century ride which is oh not my advised, God. right not advised at all but I <laughs> went and I showed up and I remember I was there in like my gym shorts and my tennis shoes and I could not believe that all these people in their kits and their fancy bikes. And I felt so out of place. And I was also probably the youngest person there. I had my right. hair in little little braids and everybody called me Pippi Longstocking. And Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> if anybody yes. knows who Pippi Longstocking is, I think you just dated yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> uh, anyway, and so I did this. I finished this century ride and went on to do a couple other really big events with my dad. And then in college, I ended up finding mountain biking. And that's like my true uh, love. I love to mountain bike. Um, and spent like most of my adult life just being so excited about bikes and going to work and getting off work and biking, going on like my honeymoon. We went on a mountain bike trip to Europe. Um, and then in my late 20s, I found out I was pregnant. <gasps> Not planned. At the time, I didn't even have any friends with kids, and I certainly did not have any friends with kids who biked. So it was this oh. whole world, like, how do I balance the two? How do I figure out how to take my toddler, my baby on a bike ride with me? And I didn't know, like, we had to figure it all out on our own. And at that same time, I was a project manager at Boeing. I was working like 60 hours a week and now I'm a new mom and it was really hard trying to do project management and be a mom and bike and all the things. So at that point, I realized I wanted to leave the corporate world and I needed to figure something out. And so at the same time I was trying to figure out how to bike with kids and I was needed to leave my job. I started a blog about biking with kids and I just basically shared everything that I was learning. And as we tried out different trailers and different bike seats, I started like reviewing them and sharing that information with mm -hmm. other parents. And at the time, like there's lots of information out there about it today, but at the time there was not a lot on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's how Rascal Rides was formed. Just trying to help figure things out for myself and also help other families along the way. Um, and then a couple wow. of years after that, I expanded into women's cycling also. And that's when I started Femme Cyclist. Ah, so how many kids do you have? Just one. Just one. Oh my yeah. gosh, you didn't try for two. No, I actually ended up, after he was born, I had a really bad blood clot. I found out I had a blood clotting disorder. Oh. Um, that was the twist too. <laughs> uh. in the whole story. So I, I just ended up with like PTSD and really bad postpartum depression from that. and. By the time I wanted another kid, he was like seven and it felt really late to start over. We were finally doing awesome bike rides together as a family and all that. So, nope, I just have the one. Oh, uh, because I remember when I, because I have three kids and me too, like I went through that, like how to, well, I, we are deep into cycling and what we did is we got a chariot. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so they're, they've been around for a long time. So that was like mm -hmm. 20 years ago. And I just remember strapping my daughter in her 
not even in her car seat. Okay. <laughs> I rolled her up. I had to double and I just laid her on the seat and strapped her in and went for a bike ride. Yeah. Well, it wasn't very long. Like it was just on the bike path. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I'm getting out. And, and then I just strap her in the car seat in the chariot yep. and go for bike rides. And yep. uh, that's how that went. And uh, yeah, those were the days. Right. Good and training like, though. Good training. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I used to go happy. up. Yeah. Like people remember me passing them up with a trailer, you know, just like, I got to go out and join people and ride with everybody, but I've got my chariot, my, my daughter behind me. I still, I, I still did go to some group rides, but I was just like, let's just stay at the back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's that season of life. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. So tell me or tell us how, like how you formed rascal rides, like, and what, and how long ago, um, what, like, just tell us about the business and how it goes. So, so if anybody's in Idaho, yeah, you go find this. Or is this is this no? This is a, this is just a online. So this is the website rascalrides.com. We have all kinds of um, like product reviews as well as just like tips. Or you know, we have a page on what bike parks are good to take kids to and that kind of thing. So is that across the United States or is it across just the United States? We have people from all over the world come on this website. <laughs> Oh my God. That's awesome. Okay. So, awesome. so how does it work? Um, so, so you just go to rascalrides.com. We've got like reviews there. We have all kinds of articles. It's primarily, um, article based, but we also have videos. We have a YouTube channel. Nice. So any mom who is a new mom mm -hmm. and rides, Mm -hmm. can go on there or if not, or if maybe you're just getting into being active and you have a yep. new child, right? Um, don't stay at home, go to Rascal Rides yes, and figure out how you can, because you can, right? Totally. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you can either do what you did where you start <laughs> with like a really tiny baby and that's against like everything the American Association of Pediatrics tells you. I know, I know. I just like. In reality, no, but in reality, like other places in the world, they bike with babies. We just don't mm -hmm. in the United States or in Canada, right? Like North America isn't quite as bike forward as the rest of the world is. Yeah. Um. So there are ways you can strap your baby in your bike trailer. There are cargo bikes that have like a bucket. So oh, yeah. You can strap a car seat in there. Um. The chariot, the burly, they have infant slings you can put in. Yes, that's right. They got so, infant slings yeah. too. Yeah. So if you want to be really safe, wait until you're old. But if you want to be like super keen yeah like me <laughs> or whatever yeah there are ways to try to do it as safely as possible yeah i guess don't follow my example but no, it's, yeah I, <laughs> I i i personally am all for it i just for folks that want to know like what would your pediatrician say they'd probably say wait till a year old <laughs> yeah i think or until the baby can like hold their head hold the, that's right like their yeah nest hold their head yeah. their nest right. sticks <laughs> problem is like with a really young baby their head's not or their neck's not strong enough to put a helmet on them too so that's the other part right is that right you have to bike with your baby without a helmet on them mm -hmm. i just figured that since they're in the car seat like that's pretty bomb proof yeah I, in I, I, I like yeah I anyways totally agree. we'd ride with them and that's super dangerous right so yeah yeah so tell us so then so you started uh oops 
Oh, did what happened? You started with Rascal Rides, and then how did it um, migrate over to the Femme Cyclists portion? Um. So let's see. Then I'm not sure where your video you. went. I'm trying to come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These minor details, right? Oh. So fat so Kristen's got a podcast, as she mentioned. Oh, there she is. I'm back, sir. Um yeah, so so you started uh Rascal Ride. So that's yeah. for it's all online, is for moms anywhere in the world to just access information, things. I'm gonna go check it out. I thought that you were actually doing rides. No. I guess that wouldn't make sense once your child starts getting a little bit bigger. But the other thing for women, how does that, how did that start? So in, I don't know what year, but <laughs> the year before my son started kindergarten, we decided to go and do a year long road trip. Oh um, my gosh, was, really? Yeah. Yeah. And it was at that point that, um, I quit my corporate job. I decided to take rascal rides on full time. And it wasn't making quite enough money to support me. So I was like, well, I'll start another website. This one's called for women. So I've done this for families. And now I'll do it for women. Um, same business model. And that one has been really special to me because, um, you know, I just like really love to encourage women to ride. I think that so much of the media out there is for men. And so much of the advice we get is based on information that's for men and it's yeah. been great to like try to create a little space for women to get information right I totally agree yeah so share about what exactly is on femme cyclist besides the podcast part yeah so we have a blog articles it's not just me I've got like a whole team of writers um we do all kinds of like tips and tricks we do product reviews we have a youtube channel where we teach like little basic bike maintenance things and the whole thing is focused primarily at women who are like newer to the sport like very basic information one of our mm -hmm. most popular articles is about how you shouldn't wear underwear with your parts uh, right oh like my gosh i just these things that like seem very obvious to us now, but you don't know when you first start out and somebody has to tell you and it's nobody tells you, you just don't know these things. I know that's so funny. Cause I actually, <laughs> I was actually asked to talk to a group of women who are triathletes about this very topic yeah. of not wearing your underwear. And I've actually done a podcast episode on that as well, <laughs> which is kind of funny because it is true. Like yeah. within my women's cycling club um I not that I do this but I do because like when we start out at the beginning you know I do this little speech about and no underwear with your bike yeah. shorts yeah, and yeah. everybody's like what, what? <laughs> and I'm like and then I like when and they then, push back to they're like no 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 I am gonna I'm wear like, underwear with my bike shorts uh, no, no. <laughs> no. you want yeast infections no 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 <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like are you wearing underwear with your bike shorts yeah you know, just like pointed out yeah just, maybe they forgot they didn't get that memo but it is it is kind of yes it's a seasonal yeah. thing right every yeah. as soon as you get somebody new it's kind of like and this is one of the number one things you don't do it's so true <laughs> like oh thanks yeah it was funny because I put something on um Instagram about it 
and everybody was like shocked I got so oh. many messages like are you kidding me I've been riding my bike for like four years with no oh my God. I think we should tell others. men too <laughs> there's plenty of men who wear boxer shorts you can tell yeah. I'm like that's got to be uncomfortable like that's dude <laughs> so can I ask you Kristen yes how do you make how do you use both of them to make an income for you Oh, great question. Um, I know. I want to know. Yeah. Okay. So the number one thing is affiliate marketing. So if I recommend a pair of bike shorts, for instance, and you go and buy that pair of bike shorts, then I get a percentage of the sale. Um, Ooh, okay. I, um, then the next thing is display advertising. So on the site, if you're just reading an article about like how to pump up a bike tire, you'll see display ads on there and I make a few cents on that. Um, and then for the podcast or, and we, we've just done some like brand deals. Like, so for the podcast, um, for like a little blurb in our newsletter, things like that. Um, we don't do that a lot, but that that's another thing would be like brand deals. Now those provide enough. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, the number of people every month searching for kids' bikes or like best kids' bikes, it's a huge number of people. Um, and a lot of them aren't cyclists like us. They're just parents who want to like buy their child a good bike and do research ahead of time. And so they'll come to my mm -hmm. website and I tell them like, honestly, this, this is what the best bike is for your child. And then they go buy it. And then I get a percentage of that sale. That's sweet. Yeah. See? This is something I need to set up. Maybe I'll have an off. So is that where your uh, BP Cole Cycling Media comes in? Right. So play? BP Cole is actually like my, the parent brand. It's my LLC. And then I have multiple DBAs underneath that. So Rascal Rides and Femme Cyclist are both DBAs, which are, means doing business as Oh, okay. So when so you I don't have- I know how it works in Canada, but like in the United mm -hmm. States, you can have- one like yeah, corporation yeah. or LLC, which is a limited liability corporation. And then you can do business under that one LLC doing like multiple brands. Right. So that's yeah. where you um, track all your income, pay your taxes, things correct. like that. That's correct. Yep. And I used uh, to do a lot of freelance writing too. So I would also use that for right. freelance writing and that kind of thing, but I don't really do that anymore. That is very interesting. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Since my son was a year old and he's 11 now. So 10 years. My God, my son's 11. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. I gotta get my game together. <laughs> I've just been like doing the cycling club thing. I'm like, Which is that's awesome too. That, that's oh, like that something is... I haven't done yet. And I would love to do in the future. So. Well, it's awesome if you got, you know, it's, it's a lot of time um, and uh, it doesn't pay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, you're like, you've got lots of, the thing is that I want to say, I can't say badly about that, but because I've had my club for 15 years, mm -hmm. but I kind of started, I started my club just as a way to navigate women to other things that I was doing and uh, it has since changed 
Yeah. I'm not going to say much more than that, but, um, and, um, now I'm going to navigate more to what, like something like you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that, uh, in the grand scheme of things, I can service more people Yeah. that way. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. So, can you tell us anything us any more about what it is that they can um like where they can find you, um things that are happening like maybe this fall? Yeah, so we have um at Femme Cyclist, you can come like one of the easiest places to find us is just on Instagram, which is at Femme Cyclist. And um that's sort of a hub so we post like all of our youtube videos all of our articles everything um there in terms of things that are coming up for femme cyclist we are going to start creating training plans i am a usa cycling coach and i've got a couple other coaches who are working with me and that's like something actually i haven't even mentioned anywhere yet but that is upcoming and it's going to be very much focused on women who are beginners who maybe want to do their first century ride or their first cross-country mountain bike race or something like that. Um, and then we also have a, a new line of like merch coming out. So that'll be new Ooh, too. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> maybe we can affiliate together. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Okay. We'll take that offline. Okay. Sounds but good. Uh, yeah, because I have an online cycling program. Yeah. Yes that uh, people can re- register yeah. for and really uh cool yeah uh because I just finished putting it all together it starts in November but uh it's through zoom it's got cycling skills and technique uh it's got swift integrated into there too cool. uh group rides intervals all sorts of things and uh, I did it full on last year with my group and came out great results for a lot of us. And uh, a lot of people are doing for different reasons. Mine was event. I had a guy, Carl. We had one guy, our token guy, Carl, super nice guy. <laughs> um, you know, but you just like, you know, when you find that one guy that's just like really into his, like his own mess, you know, like he's not intimidated. He's the only guy of with all these women. Yeah. And he was just such a great contributor. So anyways, um, I let him stay. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But, and, um, yeah. And, and then we had, uh, ladies who are touring with their husbands. So they wanted to get fit for them. Yep. And then, um, so Carl was an event. I was an event, uh, ladies just to stay fit over the winter because we get snow. I'm not sure you guys get snow too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we all kind of migrate inside unless it's nice enough for you to ride year round, which I'm not sure. Not some people do, but it's not me. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, so I mean, people come in for a variety of reasons or they just want to build up their endurance base, uh, to be able to ride hundred K by the end of the, the winter. Uh, right into like gravel race season or ride season or event season. So yeah, um, we should work out a deal. Yeah, sounds good. We will chat offline. Perfect. So, all right. So everybody can find them, uh, find Kristen. Uh, you got Rascal Rides for parents with kids. Yep. I encur- we, we both encourage you parents to get kids on bikes, get moms on bikes, dads on bikes. 
Um, and, uh, and then the femme cyclist portion for the moms, the ladies. And uh, so what else can you say, Kristen, before we tie it all up? Oh, just that, you know, I think that for women, it is so hard sometimes if you're a mom to like fit it all in. And I think that that is partially the reason too, that I love what I've done with Rascal Rides is just showing that you don't have to do like family and biking. You can blend the two together. Um, and it's really hard in the beginning. There are a lot of years where you are hauling that heavy trailer behind you. You got kids there. You got the girl riding to breakfast, crying and snot running down her face and all that. But if you stick through it and like all those hours you spend are so worthwhile because eventually, like if you're lucky enough, um, you have a son like mine who's 11 now and is so fast and such a good rider. And I just feel like all of those years of the hard work have paid off and that I don't always have to just leave him at home and go ride by myself, that it's something we can do as a family. Um, oh my God. So <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And I do love what you say about uh, putting in the years. Yeah. It's not the days. It's not the hours. It's years. It's the years. It is. Of hard work. Right. Yeah. It's true. And if you could stay strong, you will get kids like that. Yeah. I think I better go back to the drawing board because <laughs> no, I'd seriously, I really do want to be able to ride with my kids and they're getting older and they're getting further away from, you know what I mean? Being that kid. Yeah. I think I gotta... too. I mean, every kid is different, obviously, <laughs> but I think too, there are times where you kind of have to back off, right? Like there yeah, are you don't times want the big... like diet, like that's... hate it. That's yeah. right. And like, there've been times where my son, like, was like, I don't want to ride bikes anymore. I'm just done. This isn't fun. And then, so we backed off and then he ended up finding his thing. He really likes BMX, which is something I oh. had never tried before. That wasn't even really on my radar as a thing. And he got into BMX and that like rekindled his love of biking. Um, and so just like allow these phases where like, maybe they're not biking as much and you back off and hope that the seeds you've planted will pay off in the next phase and they might come back to it and maybe they won't maybe they'll but either way you've modeled something good for them that like being active is important that having a passion is important and if their thing ends up being soccer or baseball or whatever that's too bad but hopefully they find something that's like a passion that's, for them it's really too bad <laughs> maybe you could ride your bike to your soccer practice yeah <laughs> i know right? that soccer thing like seriously yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I totally agree. And I hope a lot of parents have found this uh, informative and a great location to find information. I'm going to go start thank digging you. in there too. Um, I just want to thank you, Kristen, for coming on the podcast and sharing everything that you do for families. Thank you. It was great to be here. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks very much. And make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram at Secrets from the Saddle podcast, as well as on YouTube. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great evening or a great day. And don't forget to watch for our next episode. Thanks. All right. And there you have it. Oh, my God. Well, Kristen and I just finished chatting about how we can link up and create an affiliate system with my winter training programs offering uh, a discount or um, the services to her 
audience, which is super amazing because it's really hard to get uh, the word out about something um, a lot of people can benefit from, especially uh, women getting into cycling over the winter. And uh, so anyways, it's just a uh, yeah, it's amazing that we got connected. I love making connections like this because I feel that um, just super beneficial. So with that, have an amazing day. Don't forget to check out, check her out, Rascal Rides and Femme Cyclists. Um, all the links will be in the show notes. So take care and have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.